Welcome to Buddha's teaching. My name is Soti. Today I'd like to talk about having peace of mind. Many people ask questions about how can I have peace of mind? How can I calm my mind? Uh, because many people have tried to calm their mind through many methods, through meditation, through all kinds of uh, way, but the mind can seem to uh, can never stay still. The mind's always disturbed. So how is it that we can we uh, have a peaceful and calm mind? Okay, so to understand why we have a disturbed mind. Again, the Buddha teach about the body and the mind, right? So a lot of stuff that I'm going to talk here, I have talked, I have touched on in uh, previous episodes, in different episodes, a little bit here, a little bit there. But um, today I'm going to put um, things together in a way that um, hopefully make more sense and more helpful. Okay, so we want to have a peace of mind. Okay, because um, many people going through um, daily life with all kinds, you know, we encounter all kinds of uh, issue, all kinds of problem, all kinds of events that goes on in our daily everyday life. And so we have, you know, we one one moment we are happy, one moment we are not, and so on and so forth. And many many people, you know, have tried meditation, you know, because that's one of the methods uh, to calm the mind is through meditation. Many practitioners, many people have done meditation for many, many years. Um, it helps to a certain degree, um, but it seems like it, it cannot satisfy the practitioner or the meditator um, to, in, to the extent that he or she wants. Um, let's say uh, people go to meditate and if, uh, if a person meditate uh, and, and ex if a person is an experienced meditator um, he or she can get to uh, relax, can get to calm the mind down during the meditation um, period. So that helps during the meditation, you know, to calm down the mind, to forget about the world, I guess, to forget about all the things that are going on and just to concentrate on ourselves, on, on the breath, um, the in and out, and things like that. Okay, and, but then, then, then after meditation period, 
and after you know the retreat let's say as uh, the people who go to meditation retreat they enjoy the retreat it's just like a vacation right it's like a getaway a break from all the uh, hassle in life and it's relaxed it's enjoying uh, very peaceful having a good time and great time uh, listen to the great talk and make your spirit rise so you feel good you feel happy you have made it you have made good um, progress in meditation you you're able to calm the mind during the retreat but the thing is when we come back to the to our daily lives we have families we have work we have um, friends co-workers and all the things that uh, we uh, we we have to deal with and then we get back into the uh, upheavals of of life and we we, we 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 become frustrated and we you know, for meditators, we say, oh man, I wish, you know, I can have a peaceful mind or a calm mind uh, during, like, during my meditation time or, you know, meditation retreat. So now, the yogi or the meditator becomes attached, okay, becomes attached to meditation. Okay, so... Remember, attachment is never a good thing, right? So now the yogi or the meditator becomes attached to meditation because it's their way out of the hectic life, the way out of, uh, of uh, the crazy thing that goes on in, in the world, um, everywhere um, around us, inside us. So because of that, it seems like, you know, many practitioners has been in and out, in and out. They try the best they can to meditate, to calm the mind. They only uh, can, they can only be successful during the meditation time and period and, and, and retreat. But other than that, it's, it's, it's like back to normal crazy life again so what's going on how can how can we keep our mind at peace all the time okay so that's the question now this has to go a little further okay as i have mentioned in previous um, episode when the buddha taught about the mind Okay, the Buddha broke the, down the mind into very, very detailed um, explanation that I cannot cover it all in, in, in this talk here. Okay, but I can cover some, but you have to do your own uh, uh, research also. But I can, I can point you how to do it. Okay. As I have mentioned in previous episodes, 
the Buddha said our mind is made up from 52 mind faculties. Correct? Do you remember that? There, there are 52 mind faculties, every single one of us. Okay? Everyone, every human being on this planet. Okay? Has its 52 mind faculties. This is what you need to find out. This is what you need to study. Okay? So the 52 mind faculties are divided into three main uh, groups. Right? The first group has um, 13 mind faculties, which is called the universal slash common group. The mind faculties in this group, especially uh, the, the universal one, happen in all the mind. They, 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 they exist in all the mind moment. Whatever mind that we have, the universal mind faculties are in them. Okay? So, yeah, look into that. Okay, the, the universal mind faculties, which is in the, that belongs in, in the first group. Okay, so the first group has 13 mind faculties. Okay, it's called the universal slash common mind, uh, group. The second group is called the unwholesome mind faculties. Okay, and there are 14 faculties in this group. So the unwholesome factors or mind faculties has 14 of them. So the first group has 13, the second group has 14, and the third group uh, or the last group which is called a wholesome group has 25 okay so there are 25 wholesome mind faculties okay so the the the, the so the mind faculties you can look at look at them as ingredients okay and they are ingredients that make that make um, our mind. And the universal mind faculties, which belong to the first group, let, let's say you let's say you, you you cook something. Okay? If you if you cook, you make a meal. Doesn't matter what meal you cook, the soup, you make pasta, you make um, uh, you you grill or you fry or whatever you cook. Okay, you put some you you put some salt in it. Let's say okay. So salt is universal, right? In all the meals, whatever meals that people prepare, there's always salt in it. Okay, so. Salt is a universal ingredient in all the meal, right? 
So it work that it works the same thing. So for the universal mind faculties, they exist in all the mind um, phenomena. Okay, all the minds cannot exist without these universal mind faculties. Okay, so and there are seven of them. Okay, there are seven universal mind faculties and there are six occasional mind faculties. And so seven plus six is thirteen. These thirteen belongs in the first group. Okay, so these mind faculties here is like an and they exist they can exist in both wholesome and unwholesome thought or mind that's why they are universal that's why they are common so the common mind faculties have the are the ingredient the faculties that do exist sometimes exist okay in wholesome thought in wholesome mind sometimes exist in unwholesome thought or unwholesome mind okay so those are the common ones so the common mind faculties okay exist in both wholesome and unwholesome thought or unwholesome mind but they don't always exist, like the universal one. Okay, so the universal one always exists in all minds, meaning wholesome or unwholesome or or whatnot or equal equanimity mind or equanimous mind. They exist. So the seven universal mind faculty exists in all the minds. And then we have the second group which is the unwholesome mind faculties right so and there are 14 of them okay so this is the group that we have to concentrate on okay because they are unwholesome this is the group that cause uh, a disturbed mind okay our mind is disturbed is because of these 14 unwholesome mind faculties okay and remember all of these mind faculties here exist in all human beings okay just keep that in the back of your mind all of the 52 mind faculties exist in every human being on this planet what it means is that is this it means that every single human being on this entire planet is capable capable of having wholesome and unwholesome thought okay every single human being on this entire planet is able of having holes both wholesome and unwholesome thought okay so nobody can you know has anything less or anything more everybody has this these 52 ingredients everybody has these 
52 mind faculties. Okay, All, only the enlightened one, the awakened one, they can go beyond and they forfeit and in a way, in a way the, 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 the unwholesome uh, mind faculties. They get rid of it, they eradicated it. Okay, but for all of us, normal lay people, we, have, we all have these 52 mind faculties. So, for every one of us, our mind happens every day based on these mind faculties. Okay, so the 14 unwholesome mind faculties are delusion, shamelessness, fearlessness of wrongdoing, restlessness, okay, can't stay still, you know, get bored, greed, okay, wrong view, conceit, hatred, envy, avarice, worry, sloth, torpor, doubt, okay, there are 14 of them, and that's it. Everybody who would have a disturbed mind, they're disturbed because of these 14 faculties right here. There's nothing else. The entire planet, the entire the, the human mind is run on, is disturbed because of these 14 faculties right there. And that's all there is to it. Okay, But do not underestimate its power. There are only 14 of them, uh, but for the wholesome one, there are 25, okay? But the unwholesome one, there are only 14 mind faculties. But these 14 mind faculties make people go crazy, right? Yeah, it's amazing. So, the 14 mind faculties can create various number of minds and thoughts. Okay, that everybody operates on. So how how do they how do they work in a way? You have to understand that how does the mind come to be? Okay, our mind comes to be when the condition is right. Okay, when the condition is right, the mind arises and emotion arises based on the cause, which is that the cause with the right, at the right condition, create a certain thought, certain emotion, okay? And that thought or emotion is based on, the, the disturbed one is based on these unwholesome uh, mind faculties. And of course, the wholesome one happened based on the 25 faculties. So for example, okay, you, you your mind, when, when you go to sleep, your mind is gone. Okay, so that's why you have to understand how the mind you know, comes to be. And I have gone over that in previous episode. So the mind comes to be when we wake up. Okay, so what does that mean? When we wake, when we wake up, 
among comes, right? Boop. It, which means all of our senses is awake. The, our six senses be, is awake. Okay? So, in a, in a sense, our six senses are the one who create the mind. Right? Okay. So, the mind, at any particular moment, if you see something, the mind, a, a, a mind comes to be, a, whether, whether it's a, a mind that is, uh, has no judgment or a mind that has judgment. Okay, whether you when you see something or you hear something or you taste something, or you feel something, you touch something, right? The mind comes, arise, the mind arise based on that, that uh, interaction, based on that connection, okay? So based on that very connection and you, the mind comes, the mind comes and it makes decision it determines whether it likes it or it doesn't like it okay so it happens based on what caused it okay so the cause the, the cause is the condition of the of that mind at that particular moment okay uh, in Pali word is called Pachai so the cause that happened that um, that uh, influenced the mind at that particular time is brought to you by the six senses. So the six senses get all get the information to you, and you decide. Okay. You decide. On, on what is going on and you decide whether you like it or you don't like it and then you generate an emotion okay so what emotion that you don't like is the disturbed emotion emotion something that you don't like is it it's called a disturbing emotion right because you only want a pleasant emotion but the one that is not pleasant, you don't like it. So the one that you don't like, the emotion that you don't like that arise in you, comes from the 14 unwholesome mind faculties. Okay? And this is what you have to follow. That what is it? What is the mind? What is this emotion that I have? What is this feeling that I have? You know, like or don't like. It, something keeps irking me, disturbing me, right? Um, bothering me, make me not happy, and all that stuff. So when, whenever you have that, when you, whenever your mind is disturbed, when you feel disturbed, okay, that's an emotion. When you feel disturbed and you look at it, you will find that 
it comes from one of those 14 mind faculties. Okay? So, the, those, four, those mind faculties work like that, based on the cause, whatever event that happens, that is seen through the six senses, you know. The, when, when we receive information, then the six senses perceive it, and it triggers the mind faculties and the mind faculties arise and it gives you an emotion okay like or, or dislike or whatnot so what you need to do is to follow this okay you when a disturbed mind arise, you know, you're feeling agitated, upset, angry, sad, or whatnot. Notice it right away, say, hey, this is an unwholesome mind faculty that is manifesting. Okay? This is an unwholesome mind faculty that is manifesting within me. You follow? And then you, fo and then you just follow that feeling and say, Oh, I have, this, I have this feeling, this greed or this uh, restlessness or envy is arising. Okay, or laziness. Okay, this is a disturb. It, it is a disturbance in my mind that is that is arising based on whatever cause. Okay, and the cause trigger one of the mind faculties. To rise. Okay, when in, so when the when the unwholesome mind faculties arise, you have a disturbed mind. Okay, so are you the mind faculties or you are you? See, this is the difference. Okay, normally when we become agitated when we become sad, angry or whatnot. We say I am I am upset. I am angry. I am mad. I am happy. I am in love. Right? I am uh, depressed. I am what? I am worried. I'm ecstatic. See, there's so many I am in here. So, when you, when you say that I am this, I am that, you are identifying yourself with all of these mind faculties. Okay? 
without knowing that these mind faculties are just there, okay? And they arise based on the cause, based on with, uh, with the right condition that the, the five, the six senses interact with and bring it to you, okay? So when the six senses interact with the world and bring it to you and trigger the mind faculties, the mind faculties arise. And if you don't, if you're not aware of it, you become the mind faculty. You become emotional. You become upset. You become disturbed. Okay? So you have to be able to, un you have to understand that the mind is just like that. It's, it's has a, a nature of just, the mind it just happened based on cause and condition. When the cause there and the condition is right, it's just like something just happened. Okay? But an event, the mind moment happens, happens within you and when you don't catch it on time, you react and you go with the flow of the mind faculties. Okay, so the emotion that you generate, okay, that the emotion that is generated by the different mind faculties, they are emotion that you have to learn to catch the, that these emotions are not you. See, you, so when you have a disturbed mind, you identify yourself with your own emotion. Okay? What you don't realize is that your emotion is not you. You are not angry or you are not happy. You are experiencing Okay, you are experiencing the ang the angriness the, or the anger. Say, oh. Or you are experiencing a pleasant feeling. See, these are, to these are two different things that you have to, you have to grasp. And you have to think about this a little bit. See, one is a person identified identify themselves. Okay, with the emotion, with the feeling, I am this, I am that. Okay, the other person, the other one is, I have, I am experiencing the, hap the happiness feeling, the sad feeling, okay, the angry feeling. So there's you and your emotion, okay. But you are not the emotion. You follow? You are not the emotion. The emotion arises by itself. Okay? The emotion arises, the thought arises based on cause 
and the right at the right condition. When that arise, whatever happiness, sad, anger, or whatever, it's a thought, it's a mind, it's an emotion that arise. You have to catch it. That okay, I'm, I am experiencing this. I am experiencing that, but I am is here. I am not that emotion. So now you can watch your own emotion. Okay? Now you can watch and you can observe your own emotion. You're not going along that I am that angry person anymore. I'm just experiencing this anger emotion here. Oh, this is what anger is like. This is what happy is like. You see the, the, the difference here? Okay. So when you are able to detach yourself with this emotion, when you are able to observe yourself, to observe your own emotion, okay, you're not attached to them anymore. Now you're gonna just become somebody, just sort of like stand back. Right? So I step back from all of this up and down emotion. You just look at it, okay. Oh, here goes my, my emotion again. Happy, sad, angry, frustrated, agitated. Hey, okay, I okay. I see it. I see it goes up and then it falls up it falls apart and then the next emotion arises and it falls apart and then the next one arises. And it changed from moment to moment. It changed from from one scenery to the next, from one smell to the next, from one taste to the next, from one sound to the next. It changed like that. Now you can see the emotion go up and down, up and down. You're not you're not identifying yourself with that emotion anymore. Now you're observing the emotion, your emotion. Okay, so you and your emotion are not one. They are separate. Once you're able to learn to do this, okay. So I encourage you to study the the the, the fifty-two mind faculties to see the, the the combination, because the fifty-two mind faculties create eighty-nine minds, okay, according to Buddha, to the Buddha, or one hundred twenty-one if you want to break it down in details. And it's all in the Abhidhamma book. Okay, so once you're able to observe the mind, you observe your own emotion, you're not attached to that anymore. After a while, you'll be just like sitting here, right, by yourself in a way, and just observe your own mind. So now, meditation, this is what we call vipassana meditation okay what i'm what i have described to you so far here this is what we call vipassana meditation it's not samadhi anymore samadhi meditation is when you go to sit quiet you know in a room go to retreat quiet yourself down and that's called samadhi that you know some of some other people can do that that can calm the mind down for a certain period of time, you know, which is good, you know, get 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 a break. But when you come back to life, you meet the thing again. 
But vipassana meditation is different. Vipassana meditation, you do this all the time. Okay? Vipassana meditation is you're always in observation. You're always observing yourself. You're always observing your own thought. Okay? Whenever a thought comes up, you always observe, hey, what kind of mind is that? Is that wholesome or unwholesome? Right? And you can pick and choose. It's up to you. Right? Most of us would, if we can do that, we can choose. Okay, if unwholesome mind comes up, we just say, okay, that's unwholesome. Why? I don't want to do that. And then let it go. Right? See? we, we Once you stop identify yourself with the, with the emotion, okay? It's sort of like you, you're not the emotion anymore. It's, it's an automatic thing. When you're not identifying yourself with the emotion, when you detach from your emotion, you're no longer disturbed. You see how, 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 it, how it works? You were disturbed before your mind is disturbed, your mind is whatever, because you identify yourself with your mind, with your own emotion. And that's why you are disturbed, you, 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 you know, whatever. It's because of your self-identification. You identify yourself with all these things that goes on in the mind. But if you're able to detach yourself from this emotion, from this, and just observe how the mind faculties work, okay, that create the mind, then you will see, okay, whoa, I see it. I see how the mind works. I see how, you know, how the mind faculties come, come into, to be, to, and to, to be a mind, to be the mind. Okay, but you are not that mind, you just you. But you can observe how the mind manifests. Okay, so once, when you can do that, it, it will be something that you will probably like, wow, okay. Now, you have no more disturbance because you are just an, like an observer. Right? Observing the phenomenon that goes on inside you, which you call the mind. Alright? So that is the thing. Alright? Today, see, it's a little bit uh, technical. So the mind faculties are the things that we need to, to, to look into. Okay? Because I cannot break them down all well because in the Abhidharma book, uh, like the one I have from from Biko, uh, Bodhi, he have more details on on each of those um, um, detailed explanation about each of those uh, mind faculties. Okay, and I'm sure other Abhidharma book are doing the same. Okay, so yes, to have peace of mind. With samadhi meditation, you can have a, you know, temp temporary um, relief, okay, 
it's not that it doesn't help, it does help, you know, to have a temporary relief at the end of the day or first thing in the morning to get yourself start with a, with a you know, a, with a peaceful or calm mind, try not to be influenced, but still, doesn't matter how hard you, you try, you're still going to be agitated, you're still going to be, you know, going through the ups and downs of, of life all the time, because you do not know how the mind works. You have to understand the nitty-gritty work, peace, that how the mind comes to be, how, you know, how it come, how it arise, okay, the, the, the factors, the, the, that create the mind, and observe that, and look into the different, the, the, the cause and the condition, when, the, when the cause and, at the, happen at the right condition, what kind of mind arise, right, and arise from what mind faculties, and then you will see, oh, okay, so that's how the mind works, and it's not just your mind, it's everybody's mind in this world. It works the same way, okay? That's why Buddhism is not a religion. It's purely about you, about the body and the mind. Once you can understand this, how the mind works, okay, how it comes, how it comes up, based on what faculties and based and and look at the cause of it okay what caused the mind to be this way what caused your mind okay especially use yourself as a laboratory when a certain emotion arise you say okay I have this mind I have this emotion how did it arise what mind faculty was that okay based on what cause and, and then you can you can trace it back okay because of this this cause this and, and this is a condition that that made the cause effective and and in influence the mind and which way did it come in did it come in through my eye that create that thought or did it come in through my ear or through my touch my nose or what how how did that thought come and it comes and what mind faculties arise. Once we're able to get to understand all these different things, you'll see that you're not just a special person that unique. Everybody is doing the same thing. Okay? You can almost tell when a certain condition, when a certain cause arises to another person, you can almost say that person is going to do what, right? You can almost predict because you go through the same thing. You are human. They are all human. We are all human. We go through the, the, the mind faculties react exactly the same thing, okay? If the cause and the condition is the same, okay, that happened, the mind faculties react and that come up, is pretty much very almost identical. In other words, once you can read your own mind, you can observe your own mind, you can almost see what other person, other people do or think. Okay? 
because the mind works the same way, exactly, exactly the same way. There are only 52 mind faculties, okay? There are only 89 minds, and there are only 100, or 121 minds in detail. That's it. That is all to it. There's no more, no less. This is how the, what the Buddha discovered. This is what the Buddha left for us to study. Once you understand this mind, this mind faculties that create the mind, the emotion, and you start to get detached from this emotion, because you know, oh, this just happened. It's because it's just it's just that it happens. All the mind happens like that, and that is not you. The emotion is not you. Once you're able to do that. You will have peace of mind. You see? You're, not go you're no longer going up and down, bopping up and down through the, the, the stormy wave of the o in the stormy sh sh ocean anymore. You know, you're not going up and down anymore. Because emotion, the mind is like that. Go up and down, change all, all over the place. Right? You know that. Once you, once you can observe all of this, you'll be just sitting there. Okay, okay, I got it. Okay, now I now I see how the emotion arise and it go back. This is called vipassana meditation. And this is what you do. As soon as you wake up until you go back to sleep. Vipassana meditation is not something that you go. You just do for half an hour or an hour. It's not like the same like samadhi. Okay, vipassana is you do all the time. And when you become um, trained in this, it becomes your habit. Right? When it becomes your habit, because if you you know, we never when we never do this, it's of course it's gonna be difficult. But it's a matter of training. It's a matter of habit. Once you train, after a while, you'll be able to, to, to watch your own emotion. You'll be free from, from this emotion. Okay? Once you're no longer attached to this emotion, you're no longer attached to the mind, then you become you. Okay? You can use your mind when you need to, and when you don't need to, you just let it go. Because the mind runs on energy. The more you use your mind, the more you use energy. Right? And when you know, when you think a lot, you, when, you, when you try to pass a test or something, you can feel the heat in your head. Right? Yeah, it runs on energy. So this, so once you understand your mind, you can use it when you need to, or if you don't need to, you don't need to use it. Let it rest, okay, and just be be you. And there's plenty of other stuff that you can do, besides you know being worried about you know whatever or you know going through all the crazy stuff, you know that is triggered by the 14 unwholesome 
mind faculties. All right? You can do it. Okay? This is how you have peace of mind. This is how you liberate yourself from all the craziness of of the world that's going on. Just let it go. Okay? Observe it. Learn it. All right? That's all I have to share today. I hope it is uh, helpful for you. Okay? And as always, please drop me a line, question, or whatever that you have. Okay? And I'll be happy to... Uh, answer back. Alright, you have a good day or a good night. Alright. Mm-hmm.